Hello, and welcome to Optimize Your Health Podcast. This is Kylie and Anna, two personal trainers and a dietitian with a decade's worth of experience in the wellness industry. We want to provide you with a realistic approach to fitness and nutrition. Yeah. All right. Hey guys, what's up? Okay. Today we are going to talk about navigate, navigating on eating out and on the go. <laughs> we love Larry. Words are hard. They're really, really, it's really, really hard. It's fine. But instead of starting over, we're just going to roll with it. Because yeah. That's, no shame. No, that's us. I hope we don't get embarrassed. Words are really hard. <laughs> really hard. So this is a pretty big topic. I think that Kyla and I get a lot of questions for our clients and from our clients and people we know where it's like, okay, well, what do you do when you eat out? Or like, you can't, you don't cook 21 meals in a week, which is a Correct. Lot. You know, I you do not. Got it. Like that's, that's not something I can achieve. And like, I find for myself out of those 21, like three to five, it's a decent range. Like yeah. I, I know Kylie and I both train some people who ate out every single night, which is fine. But these are just our general tips on Yahoo expensive. Um, this is just our general tips on what to do to succeed when you eat out and kind of keep on that same track eating balance. So the first one is to ask for double the protein, whether you're at Chick-fil-A, Chipotle, out at Olive Garden, or wherever you can think of that you usually go to asking for double the protein. That's just going to support your protein goal and obviously keep you full, right? So it'll, you won't have the tendency to binge or get more food or have too many carbs. You are going to support hitting that protein goal, which is pretty hard for most people. Whether yes. It's lunch or dinner, or even you're out at breakfast mm -hmm. first watch, like you have options, but yeah. starting with asking for double the protein, just yeah. pay the extra two or $3 babes, like yeah. even five, it's worth it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And to like some meals come with a heftier protein, like think like mm -hmm. out to breakfast versus a steakhouse, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your options are like the smallest is like the eight ounce petite filet, or you could get like the 24 ounce bone and ribeye. So basing your meal around protein yeah. is something. And that's kind of like the number one, right? Protein is the most satiating nutri nutrient. It gets you the most bang for your buck because it has the highest thermic effect of food. So your yeah. body has to work mm -hmm. harder to broke break that protein down. Wow. Words are going to be real rough during this one today, <laughs> but you, your body has to work hard to break protein down. So like, you know, we've talked about like, that's why it gets a big hype. Mm -hmm. The next one is looking at the carbohydrate content of whatever you're ordering, right? Mm -hmm. Depending on where you are, you can ask for like the lunch size portion of carbohydrates. So think if you've gone to places, you know, like cheesecake factory or mm -hmm. olive garden, or like even what are the other pasta places? I can't even think of any. Mm. Um, like Carabas or Adabola. like, Bravo. Yeah. <laughs> you know, those, so yes, those places where it's like based around carbohydrates, mm -hmm. either you get the dinner time portion and maybe you ask for the to go container when you get it so you can put half of it away. So you're like, spend $35 on that entree. Now I get two. So it was yeah, like truly. $17.50. Mm -hmm. um, either putting half of it away, asking for half of the amount of carbs, or if it comes with a bunch of different type of carbs, Picking the carb that you love the most. Mm -hmm. If it comes, like, this is a weird example, but, like, if it comes with rice and pasta, which one do you like more? The one that you yeah. like more is going to leave you more satisfied after eating it. Mm -hmm. So eat that one. And don't just eat the rice because it's on your plate and you hate rice. Oh. Like, mm -hmm. pick the carb that's worth it for you, okay? Mm -hmm. That's that's the other tip. Ask for half the amount. Ask for a to-go box. And pick the one that's most worth it to you. Absolutely. And if there are none that are worth it, 
that's fine. Mm -hmm. You can find other places to add carbohydrates into your diet and into your day throughout the rest of the day, right? Mm -hmm. This is one meal out of hopefully at least the three that you have during Mm -hmm. the day. So if you don't like, this sounds all so weird going on. If you don't like rice and you don't like pasta, don't eat it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> you have options. Yeah. Like you don't have mm-hmm. to eat it. You are not hopefully being force fed to eat something. Okay. So if you mm-hmm. don't like it, don't eat it and be a snob about your carbs. Mm-hmm. Like you'll find that's what Anna and I talk about. Like be a snob with your food. No, you don't need like okay. caviar at every meal, but be a snob in the sense of like, if you don't like it. You're not going to eat it. If it's not a food that's worth it to you, like mm-hmm. you're not going to feel good after eating it. Don't eat it. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number one tip out of this whole oh, yeah. is oh, if you don't yeah. like it, don't eat it. No. Don't just eat it because it's there. That's a whole other thing that we need to talk about. Like, but yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's true. And it's even if it's like your family wants to go to McDonald's, you can always like grab a snack and then go. Yeah. Or like, I know every time we go on a road trip, my dad wants to, and I always bring my own snacks. It's like, I already know that this is going to happen. And I know that I'm not going to put that in my body because it's just my choice. I would rather like save my calories or save and get energy from some whole food instead of feeling like garbage. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So next I would recommend being picky about your fats. So this can be cheese, sour cream, guacamole, avocado and you know like kylie and i we recommend people going to like healthier restaurants of course like smoothie places or like salad vinaigrette but we're specifically talking about like the restaurants that is mainly people want to go to that you might have this challenge of figuring out what to eat on the menu right Mm -hmm. so when we are talking about this stuff keep that in mind and with your fats just kind of thinking of like well, what would make sense for me? Or can I ask for half the portion? Mm -hmm. Or can I ask for sour cream on the side? Or like even in Chipotle or anywhere else, like a little sour cream, like making the point to say not the full amount. Yeah. Not the, yeah. (laughs) Not so swimming in it, but so that it's a side, right? Mm -hmm. Like you want to eat your food with the side of the fat. You don't want to eat the entire fat with maybe like one bite of chicken, one piece of lettuce, et cetera. Yeah. So Kind of the same as with carbohydrates, like be picky about your fats. Like Chipotle, you know, is an easy example and we'll like walk through that one together. But even when you're dining out at restaurants and like you're going from that, like you're ordering, like we'll go back to the pasta example. You're ordering a pasta with a cream sauce, okay? Mm-hmm. They are using the whole milk cream. Like I'm going to put that out there. I don't know yep. what restaurant yep. you think is going to use like the skim cream because it doesn't taste as good, nope. right? Yep. So they're using the whole milk dairy Mm -hmm. and then you're getting like, let's use chicken parma as an example. So delicious, but Mm -hmm. also they're pan frying or somehow frying that chicken too. So you have to be mindful of that is that Mm -hmm. fat adds up super sneaky quick and it contains the most calories per gram. Mm -hmm. So just something to be mindful of, like when you're looking at that. Absolutely. Um, And you can always think of like asking for and you know this could also include like your side items the sauces or the dressings just get those on the side yeah right like you have the choice to say that so what if it's inconvenient like if it's going to support you advocate for yourself and just do it for real (laughs) yes and to think like if say you ordered like a salad as your entree right and you're getting like the full fat dressing or it's a creamy dressing great but you're also not going to want to take home the leftovers if it's already dressed. So that's my rationale mm-hmm. for it mm-hmm. is like, 
I don't want a soggy salad. Like I'm no. not going to eat that. And if I'm going to go out and pay $20 for a salad, I will be taking the leftovers oh, yeah. home. <laughs> so that's just kind of another way. And then, you know, while it may not be like the perfectly balanced meal, you're just a little more in control. Right. Mm -hmm. And you can see how you feel after like, Maybe you go out and like that chicken parm makes you feel nauseous, but you love chicken parm. So you feel like you have to eat all of it. Oh, yeah. But maybe the next time you're asking for a light sauce or maybe instead of like one piece of breaded chicken mm -hmm. or two pieces of breaded chicken, you ask for like one piece of grilled, one piece of bread, just so you get yeah. the full satisfaction of the meal. Mm -hmm. Like there's all sorts of ways that you can do things. Like there are exponential amount of ways that you can rework things to fit what your goals are in the time and go from there. Mm -hmm. Or if you are super anxious and you don't like doing that at restaurants, like I get that there are people like that. Mm -hmm. um, that's not anybody in my family. But <laughs> what you can do is plan your day around that. Like I know that I'm going to have a super high fat meal at dinner. And so to feel my best after that meal, this is what I'm going to do during the day. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make sure that I eat a high protein breakfast, a high protein lunch, and really trickle in some like whole grains or some starchy vegetables and some fruit. And obviously I'm going to eat some fat during the day, like whatever I cooked that chicken in for lunch, or maybe mm -hmm. I had an apple and peanut butter, but I'm just going to be mindful of that because there's nothing worse than dining out and feeling terrible oh, afterwards. Right. Mm -hmm. I've had that conversation mm -hmm. with clients before where they're like, I've been eating in a simpler fashion and like really being mindful of my macronutrient distribution. And I went to Mexican and I felt like shit after. And I'm like, that is not a great combination. So I'm like, well, what did you learn from that experience? And they're like, I learned that like, I need to be more in tune with my body and not just mindlessly do things while I'm out at a restaurant and yeah. engaging in conversation. And you know, that's like another skill set that people learn, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. So like with that, just like keep things simple. If you know that you're going to a steakhouse ordering the steak, which they are probably cooking in butter or oil or something yeah. like that to get that juice on there, then maybe you just order like the broccoli, which is also probably cooked in butter because like steakhouse broccoli hits different because it's cooked in butter, salt, and lemon. Delish. Mm -hmm. um, and being from there. So ordering simpler items and not like the most complex, like, I don't even know like a complex thing, but like, mm -hmm. you know, the scrambles or the casseroles or like the burritos or like those oh, yeah. types of things. Like mm -hmm. just being mindful that if you keep it simple, it's less likely to be like higher fat, higher carb. Okay. Um with like kind of like minimal protein too. Oh, absolutely. So mm -hmm. keeping it simple and just like balancing your plate, basing your plate around protein and then trickling in the other macronutrients and micronutrients in there. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And you know, never be afraid to ask questions to your server. I know that for myself personally, I have a soy allergy. So yes, Thai yes. and Asian food and you know, other restaurants that might use soy sauce or soybean oil these are things that I'm just sensitive to, like tofu, not a fan. And amami, uh-uh. Like so I just, sad. it's I something that I just can't. Yeah, it's just one of those love things. It. Like we live through it and like, just if you want to entertain yourself, like go through the chocolate aisle at the grocery store and just cry for me. Cause like soy lectithin, which is an emulsifier, it's in almost everything. So like, sure is. we high end chocolate here. Um, but you know, I always try to prepare myself. I look at the menu and if I can't find the menu and the ingredients, I asked the server, I'm like, Hey, I have a soy allergy. What can I eat? Or like, it was really funny in Alaska. They have really good. I went with my family like two years ago. Yeah, I think so. That sounds years. right. 
And my family insisted we go to this Asian restaurant. I'm like, okay, I just can't like escape it. Cause normally at home, I just yeah. cook my own food and like everyone else gets it and that's fine. But it was something where I kept it simple. I literally asked, can I have like shrimp that's plain, boiled broccoli and rice? And I yeah. ate it. No sauce, nothing. It was delicious, but it was simple. It yeah. was like, I could see the plate. Half of it was vegetables, shrimp, then my car. Like, and it worked and it was fine. But just asking them like Eden I was at Outback and they they recommended do you want rice and a potato and I'm like no no <laughs> no can I, can I have broccoli and it was one of those things where I was like is it covered in butter and she said yes and I was like okay now what can I have instead you yeah. know it was yeah, one of those yeah. things to where it's like that is their job to and I was a server you know yeah. so I get it it's like their job is to support you and serve you so what if you have to ask them a few questions to clarify ingredients and things that you're just having to be mindful of and whether you're tracking or not tracking, which we're going to come out with an episode soon about that. It's just important to have that information. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then the next tricky thing is alcohol, right? Yeah. And this is a tricky one, right? Like <clears throat> I do drink yeah. a lot less than college Kylie did. So like, if you're listening to this, you can have a great laugh, like, and literally when I talk about that, I literally think about one story. Like, this is a total side note. Like, Let's hear it. <laughs> we were really intoxicated. I think this was like freshman or sophomore year. because we were still in the dorms. Right? We were still in the dorms. Yeah, it was. Because we were going to this one bar that we knew we could sneak into underage. Sorry, TT and Pops. And Grandma, if you're listening to this. Um, Not recommended. But <laughs> we Not were, like, really drunk, obviously. You know, we were in, like, our knee-high boots. I remember being in, like, a raincoat because it was, like, sopping wet outside. But we were obviously going she to the bar because so it was Thursday night. <laughs> and I was, like, so drunk. I face-planted in the street, ripped my jeans, like, was bruised, like, across my body. And I just, like, popped up and went on because I was oh, drunk. I hurt oh, so bad girl. the next day. So, like, that's what I think oh. of when I think of, like, Kylie-level drunk. Oh, my God. Um, yikes. Uh, Meg Rip, if you're listening to this, like, you're the one that helped me up. So, love you for that. <laughs> Um, but like, that's what I think about. And now like, I don't sleep well when I like, I am like such an old lady. Like I don't sleep well when I drink. So like my drink max, unless it's at a wedding where I get a little rowdy is like two drinks total. Oh, yeah. And like, I maybe do that like every other week where I hit that two drinks. Like if we go out to a restaurant, it's like one glass of wine. Cause I would rather enjoy the food oh, and the yeah. experience and like, what I'm right mm -hmm. from there. So how do you combine alcohol in there? Like if you do like to drink alcohol for men or women, I like to say it's a two drink max, right? Mm -hmm. Like alcohol, it's not really providing you anything except liquid fullness is how I like to describe it. Right. And alcohol can lead you to feeling like maybe I'm not that full or maybe I do want that second dessert or maybe I do want to finish my leftovers right now. Right. Like you've got some inhibitions that are going to be oh, yeah. like out in the wild there. Mm -hmm. So I like to set it as a two drink max. Like I don't think from a personal standpoint or professional standpoint that you should for safety of all things reasonings, yeah. leave a place tipsy or drunk. Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So that's just my thought process on it, but looking and being like, okay, do I want this like fruity tooty mixed drink? That's going to give me the worst freaking hangover tomorrow. Yeah. Or would I just rather have like a tequila soda with some lime juice in it? And mm -hmm. maybe like a little bit of something else. So looking at that and you can come out with like a spin on your favorite drink, right? Like, you can Google that. Maybe I'll go ahead and make some things like and post those on my Instagram too about like alcohol swaps or like mm -hmm. how to make it a less refined and like sugar carbohydrate heavy thing. Mm -hmm. um, 
but like a reduction in alcohol there. And we'll maybe do like a whole episode on alcohol and our professional and personal views, but, Mm -hmm. um, that's just something to be mindful of, right? Like alcohol, you know, it leads you to like less inhibitions, which means that you're probably going to eat more and things Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. And those drinks can also be like gin and tonic, vodka tonic. Yeah. Those can also be things to where the bartender is going to cater it to you. Yeah, like you exactly. might want a vodka tonic, but with a splash of cranberry juice, right? Yeah, like that's Paul's go-to. Oh, we love it! <laughs> and it is. It's just like you—you you just have to mindfully think. And like when we go through that episode, maybe we will say some examples on that end for things. But um, I think it would be fun. Kylie didn't know that I added this, but I typed it on our on our thing. Um, we should go through our like go-to orders for restaurants. Okay. Um, Let's do it. Sushi. Ooh, easy. Right. Like, I'm always partial, like, when we get sushi, depending on where we are, mm-hmm. I do love, like, a smoked salmon or a spicy tuna roll. Like, those are my fave. Yeah. Yeah. But when we do that, like, Paul is obsessed with edamame now. Like, yeah. before Paul and I were dating, like, he didn't eat sushi. Like, he, like, ate, like, classic American food. Like, nothing else. Oh, my no God. No vegetables. Man. Not corn with a vegetable. Sorry, Kate. Sick man. Um, <laughs> but now, like, we both enjoy sushi. Mm. There's a restaurant here, Embers, that has, like, great sushi. Mm. Um... And, like, I love a spicy tuna. I love a spicy salmon. I love just, like, a veggie roll, like, classic, basic, boring um, from there. But we'll always do, like, a salad with it and or get, like, some edamame for a little bit of extra, like, starchy carb and protein from Mm -hmm. that perspective. Mm -hmm. What about you? Sushi. Oh, um, so I eat a lot. If people don't know me, like, my portions are double Ralph's. Like, I eat a ton of food. So I get... Like spicy too. Mm, I get the so rainbow roll, which is oh, the one with the yeah. fish on top yeah, with yeah, the yeah. California. Sometimes Ooh, I get the spider that. roll because, like, we just need to like spice it up sometimes. Um, also get a veggie roll, but I don't remember my fifth. But I get a lot. Um, it's always, <laughs> it's always good. But <laughs> so um, I don't know. It gave us a thing. thumbs up. We they obviously love what I get. Um, they love sushi. It's fine. People she, love sushi. Chick-fil-A. Oh, man. Okay, so this depends on what kind of mood I'm in. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. I do love a spicy chicken sandwich. And then, depending on how hungry I am or, like, what everybody else is ordering, mm-hmm. um, like, the kids will get, we just get, like, them the 30 count of nugs, and then they split it, and then hopefully we have lunches for the next day. And P will generally get just, like, the plain chicken sandwich. And then we always round it out with, like, one of their salads. Is it the side salad? Or is everybody going to eat some? So mm-hmm. we do, like, the classic cob or something like that, like, one of the classic salads or the market salad. Um, our kids are partial to ranch, which makes sense because they're kids. <laughs> Love. Um, but sometimes we'll do, like, either the side salad, which is honestly huge at Chick-fil-A. Like, mm-hmm. I would say that it's, like, close to, like, a half a pint of salad. Like, at least yeah. two cups of greens. Love. And then, like, their actual, like, full-size salad is probably close to, like, three to four cups mm-hmm. of greens plus mm-hmm. the sides. I don't add, like, any of the prepackaged stuff that comes on. Like, whatever yeah. comes in, like, your condiments bag, I just don't add it. So mm-hmm. it kind of varies what comes on it. Like, when we get the cob one, I like it because it has egg in there, too, and the kids will eat that out of there. Um, but it's usually a sandwich. And then I really do like to get, like, the entree salad because then I can get the grilled nugs on it, and that, mm-hmm. like, ups the protein content mm-hmm. for me and just, like, leaves me more satisfied from that perspective. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it's definitely my guilty pleasure. Oh, <laughs> it's like, like it's not your guilty pleasure. You're a liar. <laughs> or a vegetarian, or, but you know. <laughs> or, yeah, true, 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 true. Um, so I definitely like 
have to get the cookies and cream milkshake. Um, okay, see, we can't do milkshakes because everybody thinks they need one. Oh. So when it's a family outing. <laughs> one or six. <laughs> one or six. And, like, we don't have that many Chick-fil-A points right now, okay? So, yes. Like, we've done it where we split the milkshake for them, and they are all pissed. Oh. Like, I wanted the whole one. And I was like, well, same. But I'm sharing it with but you. I'm sharing. So, <laughs> so you're welcome. Um, <laughs> yes. But I will preface it. It's peppermint milkshake time. And, like, I would totally get that every time if we were not with the children. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah. I always get that. Those kids. I get the grilled chicken sandwich. Yeah. Um, and every time I go, I just, like, know that I'm going to get, like, the three-piece chicken fingers. Because, like, um, how often yeah. do I eat them? Like, never, unless yeah. I'm going to Chick-fil-A, which might be, like, once a month. Yeah. Maybe twice, depending on my vibe and hormones. And be like that. You know, how that works that month. Um, But that's one. Italian food? What's your Ooh. go-to Italian order? Man. This will be the last one. That, like, really depends. Because I feel like it's... I do love... Different. Okay, you know how you judge, like, a pizza place based on its cheese pizza? Okay. I do oh, love yeah. to judge... Uh, an Italian restaurant based on like their spaghetti and meatballs or like their bolognese, right? Mm -hmm. So that's like my usual go-to. I like, I just love spaghetti and meatballs. Like if you have a good spaghetti and meatballs, like it slaps. Is that what the cool kids are saying? Um, <laughs> and to go from there. But when we go to Italian, I'll usually like, if they have a bread basket, I'll do like one slice of bread. And then I always order some type of salad, you mm -hmm. know, Caesar salad is an easy go-to. Or I am, like, that annoying person, and I ask the waiter, I'm like, well, what's the best salad you have? Like, is it, mm -hmm. you know, because, like, you know, if you're going to pay that much for a salad, I like to get, like, the fancy one at least. So yeah. The one with figs so or, mm -hmm. you know, some form of dried something or whatever, whatever. But I'll usually do a salad with that, and then I always end up taking stuff home. Yeah. And, like, I go into it with the mindset of that. Like, I don't need to finish this. And, mm -hmm. like, you know, that's a whole other episode. Like, we can talk about, like partners and like us and how we like intuitively do that but I always know that I'm gonna take some home so I'll eat that stuff beforehand like if we do apps maybe and then a salad I'll have I'll start drinking my glass of wine during so that I can finish it with dinner otherwise mm -hmm. I won't finish it because I just yeah. get distracted mm -hmm. um and then I really do love a classic meatballs or volonese oh yeah definitely like a Casio e pepe uh yeah love that yep. like the yep, simple yep, yep. pastas they just get me but I'm also, like, pretty big on cooking pasta at home. Like, yeah. unless it's a very authentic restaurant. Yeah. I don't go out to eat it, personally. But yeah. we love some Italian. And yeah. next, Kylie's going to go through a little Chipotle recommendation, which I know yeah. is everyone's favorite. Because it is. It's really good for, like, keeping in mind with your macros. And when you order online, it is pretty much, like, I dolled do love, up for success. I do, I do love ordering online, and, like, we have the Chipotle app. If you're not downloading, if you eat out frequently and you're not downloading the app so that you can get rewards points, do it. Oh, yeah. Okay? Oh, yeah. Um, Chipotle, Chick-fil-A, most major restaurants have it so that you can download their app and, like, earn rewards points. We do it with, like, Dunkin' Donuts and stuff as well. Starbucks, obviously, all those places. Mm -hmm. But Chipotle. <clears throat> to set yourself up for success... Again, you want to base it around your protein, mm -hmm. okay? So, for my sake, I'm a gal, like, I like chicken and I like steak. Like, I pretty much love all meat. Sometimes I get the chicken ick. So, you know, it, it's like that. It happens. It happens. Yeah. But I'll go <laughs> half chicken, half steak, okay? And I get a double order so that I get 1x the amount of chicken, 1x the amount of steak. Um, and yeah. that's how I do it. And then, depending on my mood and depending on, like, 
kind of like my activity, what meal this is and things like that. Mm-hmm. Anything from like a bowl with half the amount of rice or the salad option. And then sometimes they'll let you order like a side serving of rice. So like chipotle rice, delicious. Duh. Mm-hmm. And to go from there. So getting your protein and getting it as a bowl or a salad, right? Like think about like high school, you ordering Chipotle when they would like triple wrap your burrito because it kept like breaking oh, and you were yeah. like, yes. <laughs> um, but then you're looking and like the thickness of that tortilla is like two oh inches gosh. thick. And you're oh like, I bit into it and I didn't even get to any of the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, good to see. Got it. Um, and going from there. And then, you know, Chipotle has lots of offerings for their starchy card, right? You mm-hmm. can do white rice, you can do brown rice. For me, in satisfaction, I get the white rice because I think it's more satisfying. And I'd rather have, oh my God, this thing. I'd rather have less of it than the brown rice, which isn't a worth it thing for me. Because yeah. I would keep eating and eating and eating it to try to make it worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, they also have a cauliflower rice option if you are really trying to watch your carbohydrates in this section. Or you would rather have, like, beans or some other form of carb in that. So, mm-hmm. You have to think about what you want in the moment. Like you can have your go-to order, which like I do because my mind never changes when it comes oh, to your yeah. I think I'm going to need that for lunch today, honestly. I, I was um, literally thinking the same. <laughs> and then going from like Chipotle is nice now because they have the fajita veggies, which is just peppers and onions. But that's a great way to add it on there and to add volume to it if you're doing mm-hmm. half of that rice, right? Mm-hmm. So we know from that perspective that adding the protein and the non-starchy veggies to get you some fiber is going to help that minimize that blood sugar spike from the rice. Yeah. Okay. And then Chipotle, it's great, but it's also when you get to that end section, it's all fat options, right? It's guac, it's sour cream, it's mm-hmm. cheese. So pick one or two of those, not all of them. For me, I like to get guac on the side because the kids also like chips from there when we get it because they're so salty. They, yeah. Um, they hit different. <laughs> they do. Um, so pick two of those. So I usually just get the cheese and then I'll go get the guac on the side because, again, I like to mix it in. Or I get the sour cream on the side, too, because I like to be able to drizzle it and do it in sections so that if I don't eat all of it, it's kind of like the salad dressing thing, it right? Gross. It doesn't get yucky. And it tastes better heated up, right? Um, so be picky about your fats. Pick one or two of them, okay? And then load up on the salsas, right? Like tomatoes count as a veggie, so depending on what you like salsa wise, you know, they have everything from like the mild tomato salsa to like the spicy, spicy stuff that like looks like it just hurts your esophagus going down, Mm -hmm. but load up on some salsas because those add a lot of flavor without a lot of additional calories or fat or carbohydrates. And then you've got it. Like I always Mm -hmm. get, you know, depending on what the lettuce outbreak is like, usually, right. Like Usually yeah. I'll get lettuce and just risk it because I like it because it's a crunch, it. right? It's extra. I know. An extra doesn't charge. Yeah. With veggies. Right. On with grass. veggies or, yeah, with the veggies or the lettuce, they don't ask extra. But the guac mm-hmm. is extra. Oh, still. Still. It always will be. Um, so mm-hmm. that's how I like to run through Chipotle. Mm-hmm. And, like, those places where you can kind of, like, ingredient order and add what you want. Yes. I love because you can mm-hmm. really personalize it and you get so much more satisfaction out of it, I feel mm-hmm. like. From that perspective. So oh, yeah. I feel like it's kind of like a steakhouse almost. I'm just, you know, the dumbed down version where you like, but yeah, pick mm-hmm. your protein and then you mm-hmm. can add what else you like and skip the rest. So those are our go-to orders. That's how we navigate eating out with mm-hmm. food and a little bit of alcohol. Maybe in another episode, we'll dive into more alcohol. But for now, that's all we got. <laughs> As always, thank you for taking time out of your day to join us. It is a pleasure having you.
Please leave us a review where you listen to our podcast. Be sure to hit the follow button so you never miss out on our weekly episodes. We'll see you later, but for now, you've you've got got this. this.